Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, June 6, 2023. Stand up for your country. Well, all this morning I did old-fashioned reporting, you know, the kind uh, that I used to do every day for CBS News, ABC News, on and on and on and on. And I had to do it because uh, we are reaching a point of not crisis, but close in our political situation in America. So, What I found out is that Donald Trump is going to be indicted soon by special counsel Jack Smith on felony charges that Mr. Trump removed classified documents from Washington, brought them to Florida when he should not have. That charge is coming this week, my anonymous source tells me. Now, as you know, I don't like anonymous sources, but in this case, There's no other way to report the story. This is a extremely reliable source. Okay, so Mr. Trump himself knows this is going to happen. His three counsel met in Washington, D.C. yesterday with Mr. Smith, who I understand um, was very polite and uh, matter of fact, Um, but the Trump people believe that this indictment is forthcoming shortly. So to forestall that bad publicity, Donald Trump himself sometime today, and I'm putting myself out on a line here, is going to make a statement accusing Special Counsel Smith of, quote, prosecutorial misconduct, And Mr. Trump is going to back that up. That is coming momentarily. Now, we are taping this in the late afternoon. 
here in New York. Um, and I have no idea when the Trump people are going to do it. I also don't know if any of this is going to happen, but um, I think it will. I wouldn't report it if I didn't think everything I just told you will be a reality. And of course, we will, uh, we will find out. But to recap, uh, there is going to be a felony charge lodged against Donald Trump by the special prosecutor. Mr. Trump will reply by accusing Mr. Smith of prosecutorial misconduct. Uh, this trial is going to be forever. All right. It is going to take so long, but it's just another brick in the wall. And as we reported yesterday, this is semi-coordinated. Take Donald Trump off the board. And we see it in New York. We see it in Washington. We see it in Atlanta, Fulton County. Um, and the Democratic administration, believe me, if there were a Republican in the White House now, not Mr. Trump, but anybody else, this wouldn't be happening. But it is happening. Okay, so there's that. Now to the talking points memo, the Biden bribe accusations. Here's where we are on that. As I reported yesterday, there's no hard evidence in play. So to be fair, and I hope my audience is that, we have to give Joe Biden due process. All right, he is innocent until proven guilty. However, there are accusations that the FBI has put in a memo and shown to the House Oversight Committee that Mr. Biden, as vice president, took bribes to enrich himself and his family. Okay, the problem here is no one trusts the FBI to investigate those allegations, which is why Congress is involved. Now, the reporting on this last night on American television was essentially blather, nonsense, all ideologically driven, with one exception. Roll it. A couple of big events uh, here. First, I want to talk about that FBI uh, memo and what we're learning and not learning. I mean, it's drips and drips here. Obviously, we haven't seen the memo ourselves. No, we haven't. And it's, I don't know if we ever will, at least in any near term. But I do think this, Brett, this idea of Biden as a crook, as a guy who might have accepted bribes, uh, is a kind of a sleeper issue for this campaign. Um, Biden lived in Delaware and elsewhere, very, well, at least in two places in Delaware, I should say, very well for a man living on a government salary as a senator all those years and then vice president. Um, and there's a lot, a lot of people have been curious about how he seemed to get so rich. Now, that is innuendo, but it comes from a guy who knows what he's talking about, Britt Hume. You may remember that Mr. Hume, Charles Krauthammer, and myself formed the political nexus analysis at Fox News for more than a decade. It was the three of us who elevated that network, in my opinion, to the most powerful news agency in the country. Now, obviously, Fox News is different today and will never regain, in my opinion, that plateau. Okay. So Hume, I trust, and this has been floating around for a while. Veteran uh, Washington reporters all know that Joe Biden for years has lived very large 
And if you look at his tax returns, it doesn't really add up. Now, he might have family money. Maybe he was gifted uh, some help in his acquisition of property. But as a civil servant and his wife as a teacher, it does not add up. That's what Hume is implying here very subtly. But I know Brit Hume, and from his body language and tone, he believes it. I'm going out on a limb. He believes it. So the sleeper issue thing is, all right, um, Biden is going to deny everything. And as I said, uh, if the FBI doesn't investigate, it looks like politics in Congress. And the FBI doesn't seem to me to be interested in anything um, that the Bidens are doing or have done. I mean, if Trump gets indicted on the uh, classified documents, then you're going to hear an outcry about Biden had the same thing in his garage next to the Corvette. And that's going to just obliterate Smith. Smith's going to have to explain, well, why are you going to do Trump, but you're not doing Biden? And Hillary Clinton had classified documents on her devices, as everybody knows. So this is a mess, one big mess. And this government here now in the United States is corrupt. And that is the memo. All right, Florida politics, um, latest poll, Sunshine State Battleground, uh, 507 likely voters, small sample, in Florida, all in Florida. Um, Trump's got 53%. Um, DeSantis, 33, governor of the state. Pence, 2, Nikki Haley, 2, Tim Scott, 2. All right, so why am I giving you this poll? Because I don't think the polls matter much until August. Because there was a poll last week, Victory Insights poll, that had DeSantis 38, Trump 38, I did not put any credibility in that. And I told myself, wait until the next poll comes out. So now we have a battleground state poll, which is a legitimate poll, 53 to 33, Trump beats DeSantis. This one, Victory Insights. So we investigated Victory Insights. It's not a polling place. It's a marketing research service. So you got to be very, very careful here. Um, about the data and the stats and all that. Once August hits and the debates, which Donald Trump says he's not going to participate in, and he'd be a fool to participate in it now, with all of these Republicans, including Chris Christie, coming, and Christie's only in it to bash Trump. He can't possibly win. It's the only reason he's running. Um, So Trump's going to sit out the Fox News debate in August, but the polling then will take on a little bit more importance and hopefully accuracy. All right, so Christie and Pence are both going to enter the race shortly. Mike Pence can run the country. Um, Very good governor in Indiana. I thought he was a good vice president, consulted uh, very closely with Donald Trump on all policy matters. They had a falling out, as you know, about the vote. I think Pence did the right thing according to the Constitution. But he has no constituency, Pence. All right, he's not flamboyant like Trump. He doesn't have a recent record fighting woke like DeSantis. So I don't know who's going to vote for him. Christie got no shot at all, but they're in. Now, an interesting guy, Chris Sununu, governor of New Hampshire, who will be a presidential candidate someday, says he's not going to run this time around. And by the way, all the New Hampshire polls have Trump up big in the primary there. All right, Joe Biden's schedule is nothing but a um, cabinet meeting 
at 2.30, uh, 2.15. That means about 2.45, when Biden shows up. Now, this is important because we got China cutting off our uh, warships in the Taiwan Strait and Russia buzzing our planes over international waters. But will we get anything from that um, cabinet meeting? No. We're not going to know what happened there. Even if Biden didn't stay awake, we're not going to know. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Culture War update. Uh, so as you know, the Dodgers are honoring the sisters of perpetual indulgence at their gay day on Friday, June 16th. And the uh, organization has defiled uh, the Catholic Church and Christian icons like Jesus and Mary. They're a hate group. So since that happened, the honor was reinstated by the Dodgers. Attendance at Dodger Stadium has been flat. Okay, they haven't lost anybody. Even though there have been calls for boycotts, that's not working. Now, I said there might be some karma, if you believe in God, on the Dodgers since they announced they reinstated the Sisters to the Honor platform. The Dodgers have gone 6-6. Six and six. Yankees uh, beat them a couple of times. So I'm a, I'm a believer in karma. All right? And this is a bad deal for the Dodgers. And the Los Angeles Angels have gotten away with it so far. So sports is melding with politics more and more and more. And a guy who knows that very well is joining us now from Miami in a limousine. He is covering the NBA. <laughs> not a limo. Oh, yeah. It's no. not a limo, Bill. It's a concert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's it's covering so the NBA finals. So uh, tomorrow night is the third game. Stephen A. Smith, the author of Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Good book. You did a good job there, Stephen. Um, he's the host of Stephen A. Smith podcast on YouTube. In addition, he works for ESPN on first take every morning. So he is overemployed. Stephen Smith is overemployed. Too many <laughs> jobs like me. All right. All right. First of all. Good. The Dodgers. Colossal mistake, yeah. correct? Colossal mistake? Well, I, you know what? That remains to be seen, Bill, only from the standpoint that we understand at the end of the day, these are business decisions. And when you think that something is going to ingratiate you with an audience or it's going to prevent an audience from separating itself from you, 
most of these decisions are based on that premise. And so when you look at it from that perspective, that's what I think you have to take into consideration here. A lot of times you see organizations and what they're doing, particularly in this day and age with one issue after another, a new issue seemingly cropping up every single week for crying out loud. When that stuff is going on, what you're trying to do is wiggle and maneuver your way through the terrain, so to speak, and to make sure that it doesn't find its way uh, towards affecting your bottom line in the So what I'm hearing way. from you is the Los Angeles Dodgers have no morality at all. They'll honor a okay. hate group if they think the hate group's honor will bring them money. I don't know this definitively, but I'm inclined to say yes. Oh. I'm inclined to say yes because the guess angels, what? That's the, what that's a, the LA what, Angels going to have again. to The Angels have to change their name. The Angels I, have to I'm change saying, their name. They can't honor a group that hates Christians and call themselves you're, you're, the angels. I don't know anything about this group. I'm not speaking about a specific group. Come what I'm on, saying to you, you Bill O'Reilly, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. No, no, no. In fairness to you, I haven't done my homework on this particular oh, group, this particular issue. On. I have not. But let me say this to you. Let me. I'm not questioning anything about the group. What I'm saying to you is this. I'm inclined to believe when I speak about that, I'm speaking in generalities because in my years of covering sports, particularly in this day and age, with the exorbitant amount of money that has really cropped up, to answer your question, I do think that morality has gone out the window for a whole bunch of folks but acting it's as if morality now. is playing a role. So remember last, remember last summer when right. Manfred, the commission of baseball, moved yes. the All-Star game out of Atlanta hurting African-American businesses like crazy to Denver that. under a fraudulent banner of voter okay. suppression, which was blown out of the water when Georgia had record voter participation a few months mm -hmm. later in the midterms. So or what politics, about you're missing one? What about what happened in 2017 when the NBA moved the all-star game? to New Orleans from Charlotte because of the whole bath, the quote-unquote bathroom law that was put into place I know. by Governor McCrory at the time. This I mean, crazy. it's not the first time it's happened. It's but not the first time it's nuts. happened. But, okay, and I'm saying to you, Bill O'Reilly, whether it's Bill O'Reilly, Mr. No Spin himself, how many times have you called out one corporation after another spanning decades because morality has been thrown out the window in favor of their bottom line? You but they get hurt. Those companies get hurt. Whereas I don't okay. think the Dodgers are going to lose any anything but more games because I think God is going to punish them. And I hope he and does. what does that say to you? I don't and what like does that say anyway. to you? The fact, what, what does that say to you about the fact that you've been covering these kind of stories for years and as you accurately pointed out, once upon a time, corporations were hurt by these things. Well, now, now they are being too. hurt. No, Anheuser-Busch well, has got blown out of the that, water. That is true. Target Absolutely. got blown out of the water and is, and is getting worse. Okay. But here's the nexus. Look, you, I predict, I don't even know if you know this or not, are going to cross over into what I do in the next few years. Barkley is so, already huh? doing it because mm -hmm. CNN hired him to do a weekly, and that's not going to be right. about somebody shooting a three-pointer, Okay. He's going to give right. his opinion on world events, country events. You're going to do the same thing. But in the sports industry itself, right. politics is now coming on in so heavy. Is that a good mm -hmm. or bad thing? Depends on the issue.
And I would tell you this, you know this better than me because obviously you're a little bit older than me, although you look better. Here's the deal. You remember in the 60s and the 70s and you saw civil rights era, you saw Muhammad Ali refusing to enter the draft and, and going to the army because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. You saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, the late Jim Brown, Jim Brown, God rest his soul, standing behind him in support of him or sitting by his side in support of him because that was a clear issue when you talk about black, uh, black folks and how folks were treated. Now we've got issues. We've got xeno, what people would classify as xenophobia. We've got situations involving immigration. We've got the transgender issue. We've got the, 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 the homophobia. We've got all of these things that have percolated to the point where racism has just been, you know, it's like it's, it's not even up there on the food chain any longer, but crying out loud compared to a lot of these other issues. And when you have that audience in the world of sports, here's the difference. Anheuser-Busch, you brought that up and said, okay, maybe I won't go buy some beer. Maybe I won't go to Target. It's a lot more difficult for an audience to sit up here and say, I'm not going to watch a football game. I'm not going to watch a baseball game. No, that's I'm not true. Watch a we saw game that with Kaepernick. That's the entertainment. And, saw and that's that with the challenge. And, and but that's the, the challenge because the, the entertainment NFL, comes into play. The NFL knew they were in danger and they ordered, the owners ordered the, the players not to kneel. And that's why it went away. They knew they were in danger. They were right on the edge. Now, there's another issue, and I need your take on this. Biologically sure. born men who choose as an adult to become a woman, and you're allowed right. to do that in America, you are right. allowed to do it. But then they want to get in the pool and swim against the female swimmers or well, play a sport against, and biologically, everyone knows physiologically, if mm -hmm. you're born a male, you are born stronger than a female. Mm -hmm. So does it make right. sense to allow these trans people to compete against women, in your opinion? I, in my opinion, no. And I've been on the record stating that. And, and, this, and this is my thing. I'm so liberal in my thinking on social issues. I'm fiscally conservative, but on social issues, I'm, really big, I'm a really big proponent on living and let living. I believe that everybody should have the same equal rights, civil rights, et cetera, et cetera. I'm very, very big on that. So I'm very supportive of the homosexual community, the transgender community in that regard, et cetera, et cetera. But when you talk about people who are born men competing in a women's sports because they've transitioned to women, that is definitely a discussion that I think that we should all have because on its face, I don't see how that's possible, nor do Not I fair. see how it's right to an abundance of, to, to every, every naturally born female out yeah, there who is competing in the world of sports. Not There's fair. a fairness issue there. And There's the only reason issue. it's no happening is because it is insane, progressive, woke culture. Final question. You came out and you said, President Biden, in your opinion, you have a right to it. You're an yes. American, and I'm sure you're a yes. registered voter. It's too yes, old to, to carry on um, to be president. Okay. Right. You were attacked, and I don't know whether you follow the progressive internet. Yeah. Attacked. I mean, viciously okay. attacked. Okay. Uh, were right. you surprised that that um, vitriol came your way? No, because I think that we're living in a society right now where you can agree with somebody 99% of the time and the one time you don't agree with them, uh, the world is going to end. I don't give a damn about that. That's not what I care about. And the cynicism and the vitriol doesn't affect me one bit. I'm not engaging in ageism 
uh, because I support the elderly. I'm all for that. I don't believe that somebody should retire just because they're 70 or 75 or whatever the case may be. What I'm saying is that, to, and I think that a lot of people missed this point about what I was saying about the president. I think that when you're 80 years of age, when you're going to be 82 at the time uh, of the election, if you were to win, you'd go into your 85th, 86th birthday. The presidency of the United States is an all-encompassing responsibility. It's a huge, huge job. We're not talking about you going to work a nine to five. We're not talking about you even being the CEO of a company for crying out loud. I'm down for Do your thing. That's not a problem. But when you're talking about the presidency of the United States and all that that encompasses, more so than saying he shouldn't be in the presidency, I'm looking at the parties and saying, you have no one better. No, you have don't. no one better than an 80-year-old to, yeah, to, to and the, go and up the Republicans against Trump might. or DeSantis or Nikki Haley. You're the Republicans. You have no one better than a 78-year-old to go up against. Uh, I mean, but I can't say that about the Republicans because they no, have DeSantis. Say it. And they have I mean, Nikki but Haley, Trump is a lot. Trump's a lot more right. vibrant than Biden. Yes, that's true. And, and I mean, Without I know question. that. Without question. And a couple of other things. Clint Eastwood's 93. And he's directing a movie. So I agree with you. Ageism isn't what we have here. What we have here is a diminishing man, Joe Biden. And if you don't know that, then you're not paying attention. Okay, so you, Stephen A. Smith, are willing to take what I've taken for the past 26 years, because I'm a big mouth in politics and I put my stuff out there. You're willing to take all of that? Are you sure you're willing to take all of that? Bill O'Reilly, I don't want to lose my job. I, I'll be the first to admit that or anything like that. But I got to tell you something. I've been around for a long time and not as long as you, but I've been around. And the the vitriol and the, the you know, the vicious attacks and all, I could care less, man. I don't lose a bit Good of sleep over it. Uh, it, it doesn't by the way, me in the slightest, by not the even way, a little bit. By the way, it's I couldn't care less, not I could. Because if you say I could care I, I less, that means you could care less about it. I want you to be the best pundit you can be, all right? Because I, I do so, follow your career. I'm a big sports guy. If you ever want to know anything yeah. about sports, Stephen, you call me, by the way. Um, you sure, sure about that? Okay. Yeah, anything you want to know, I okay. know. All right. Okay. I wouldn't uh, debate you and call my man Chris Cuomo on politics. I watch y'all all the time. Yeah, that's I tomorrow night. Politics, but sports... But yeah, sports, you, I think I'd take you, Bill. Those I are good I'd debates, right? Cuomo, O'Reilly, <laughs> those are good debates. Yes, I like them I, a lot. I like them a lot. I feel sorry for him. And I like you on Hannity, too, when you're calling the Hannity's radio show yeah. and he's talking to you extensively. I do like those. You're, do, good. you're, do, I'm, you're I'm glad been you're doing following. good, Bill. But one more tip. Good. One more tip. Yes. Don't ever right. say at the end of the day again. Because that puts you yes, in the category of a backup catcher who's got nothing to say about anything. But you know he's going to say, at the end of the day, I'm a backup catcher. No. Fair In the enough. beginning of the day, Fair you're enough. a backup catcher. At lunchtime, you're a backup catcher. So right. that cliche. I think you well, should go on a, a one-man crusade against sports cliches. Wipe them out. Right. Maybe so. I'll consider it. But I got a news for you. Yes. I don't consider myself a backup in anything. So you listen just to remember Steven. that. You would not be on this program if you were a backup, okay? There we go. There we go. So I can get away with saying that at the end of the day.
I get away with saying that. that, that, that. When, you're, when you're a starter, you can get away with that occasionally. Uh, occasionally. It's, it's like a spear right. tip when I hear that. Right. And you tell your <laughs> you tell your comrades the same thing. Knock it off. You guys are smart. Get out there and be original in your analysis. Stephen A. Smith, let me give you another plug on the book because I liked the book and I hope everybody considers it for Father's Day. The only problem with it is that Stephen A. is on the cover of the book. All right. If he had put me on the cover, oh, Lord. he would have sold a lot more <laughs> copies. Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first dates. <laughs> All right, Stephen, go, you, go watch that basketball game. Denver's going to win this series. You heard it here first. Oh, first, I think it's last. I picked Denver to win this series in six games long before I came on the show. Thank you very much, Bill. All right. right. You're a genius. There's no doubt about it. Thanks for helping us out. Hey, no problem, buddy. Take care. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's go to Target, as we mentioned. Um, So they have lost, incredibly, uh, let me get the number here. It's just staggering. Um, they have lost in their campaign to bring on the woke woman like $40 million in net worth or something. Anyway, it's an astronomical amount of money. And I, I kind of almost feel sorry for Target because it was a marketing mistake because of the kids. And the Satan guy. See, this is for all retailers, all right? Macy's, Kohl's, Target, Bloomingdale's, everybody. Americans don't generally want to buy stuff that glorifies Satan. That's a niche audience. Maybe San Francisco boutique, but not mass market, (laughs) okay? (laughs) If you don't know this, you might die. Now, there was a report from Fox News that said that Target was funding a group, NDN Collective, that believes Mount Rushmore should be obliterated because it celebrates white supremacy. Okay? So, when I heard this report, I go, that doesn't sound right to me. And this is what we do now. So we investigated. Now, the Target Foundation does not directly support the NDN Collective. They are nuts, the NDN Collective. But they do give money to the Nexus Community Partners Group, or have given money, which is informally connected to NDN Collective. So what Fox News did was it kind of brought them together and Target I don't think had any blanket idea that they were supporting some group that want to knock down Mount Rushmore. So you will get the truth here. All right. I don't care where it lies. And uh, $13 billion is what uh, Target's lost since this 
LGBT gear stuff. $13 billion. All right, CNN. Uh, They have a boss named Chris Licht. He uh, ran the CBS morning program, and he ran the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. This is not a conservative man, okay? So Licht uh, was responsible for bringing Donald Trump in for the town hall. We all remember that. Okay. The left hated that. So now the left is trying to get Licht fired, and they may succeed. So the Atlantic magazine, which is a far-left progressive thing that eight people read, does a big takeout on CNN's terrible, everybody hates Licht, blah, blah, blah. Then the Daily Beast, the evil, it's evil. That's all I can tell They pick up on that and said the headline is, the major talent at CNN hates Chris Licht. All right. So now I'm seeing this. And this is coordinated. This is how they do it. All right. You target a guy. All right. Then all the forces come in. And this article uh, has no, it's all anonymous sources. It's not like Wolf Blitzer saying, I hate Chris Licht. No. And you're going to see one after the other after another. The message is, you put Donald Trump on, we're going to punish you. We're going to hurt you. Now, Fox News and Newsmax, they have a vaccine against that because their audience, a lot of them, like Trump. But every other media doesn't. Say anything good about Donald Trump, they're coming for you. Just keep that in mind. U.S. life expectancy is now 76 years old. On average, that's how long Americans live. But this is not good. 56 countries have more life expectancy, including Albania, Cuba, and Lebanon, where there's bombs going off every second. (laughs) Okay? So, this is published in the American Journal of Public Health. That's a good source. So we're living a fewer years. Why? Two reasons. Sugar. Killing us. Killing us. And narcotics. Both legal and illegal. You know how many Americans are taking drugs just to get through the day? And then the fentanyl is wiping more than 100,000 of us out every year? You combine sugar in everything and it just Blots up the body, annihilates your immune system, and drugs. And that's why we're below 56 countries. It's astounding. All right, I'm going to do the Smart Life tomorrow. A thing called Public Square is uh, our Smart Life, but I don't have time to do it the way I want to do it. We will report on Public Square tomorrow. Um, U.S. Health Service. Postal Service, I should say, not health, U.S. Postal Service, has listed the states where male men and women, those who deliver, get bitten by dogs the most. Here they are. California, Texas, New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, Florida, Michigan, Missouri, North Carolina. So if you're a postal worker in those states, watch out for Holly the terror dog who lives in New York. But Holly doesn't bite anybody. In fact, Holly's right over here. Racked out. <laughs> when Stephen A. Smith came out, Holly, no, that's not. But she's right here, right at my feet, in the studio. And um, so I, listen, I admire those mail carriers. <laughs> I mean, that is not an easy job. This day in history, June 6, 1944, D-Day. This was, in the 20th century, the turning point 
into modern times. D-Day, January 6, 1944, 79 years ago. The best movie ever made about D-Day is Saving Private Ryan. Roll it. Okay, 2,500 Americans killed in the D-Day battle, uh, about 2,000 Canadians and British. Uh, it took uh, a day, but the Allies overwhelmed the Germans, who lost more than 10,000, and seized the beaches in Normandy, and that was it for Hitler. It was over, and the Allies pushed on. The Russians came in from the west and uh, defeated the Germans at Stalingrad, and that was it for the Third Reich. If Hitler had won, you would not be listening to me. The world would have just been, and you know, the atomic bomb saved us in Japan, and we would have used it on Germany as well. We didn't have it quite that early. But D-Day, an amazing thing. I've been to the cemetery at Normandy. Put it on your list. It's an amazing place to go, really is. Back with the mail and a final thought about summer in a moment. All right, here is the mail. We go to David, concierge member. David gives direct access to me. Bill, I completely agree with your warning that we shouldn't convict President Biden without knowing all the facts. The three-ring circus of the Trump-Russia collusion fraud is a perfect example of why we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. Okay, we want our viewers and listeners on the radio to be fair. And most of them are. Laura, thank you for defending Biden's unfortunate trip over the sandbag. Could have happened to anyone. Easier for him, however, because he's a constant state of bumbling. It is true he is a diminished man. There's no question about that. Robert, the rule of law has been destroyed by the FBI and the current Justice Department. Uh, The mass media will protect Joe Biden and corruption until our country is totally destroyed. Unfortunately, that's true. Let's hope in 24 We can reverse this insanity. Uh, John Coletto. Long time watcher, Bill. Thanks for reminding us that Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress. My question, in 2025, could a Republican administration prosecute Christopher Wray? No. He has indemnification. Prosecutorial discretion. Bill Forrest, Woodbridge, Virginia. I saw a delusional James Comey on TV the other day. He praised Biden and how the government should be honest and fight corruption. Look, Comey, everyone knows who's fair-minded, what Comey is. Uh, I think it's MSNBC has hired him. I think, I, I don't know. It's insane. But we all know. Jacqueline Muller, what do you know about a system called FedNow that is going into effect? I've heard if you purchased... Anything through Amazon, PayPal, or Venmo, uh, purchases are reported to your bank. Um, look, all it is is an instantaneous transfer of funds, Fed now. Don't have to participate in it. If you go to a bank and you make a deposit over $10,000, that's reported to the IRS. It's the same thing with Fed now. But if you're going to use Fed now, that's in the system. You're using it. 
I'm not going to use it. Bill Frazier, Locust Grove. I grew up on Long Island, too, and was a water safety instructor for the town of Babylon in the early 70s. We just missed each other, Bill. I enjoy the no-spin news, but my mother loves you. She is 93 and was a water safety instructor herself. Can you give her a shout-out? Natalie Frazier. Good for you, Natalie, and your son is a good guy. So you're a great mom. That goes together. Natalie was a water safety instructor, and she's 93. God bless you. Georgina Marty, Ocala, Florida, thank you for sharing that great story of the five-year-old that you saved from the bottom of the pool. You keep saving us every day with your truthful reporting. Very, thank you, Georgina. That was very nice. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. I need that name in town, okay? Sometimes I don't use it on the message boards. I don't, but we need it. Okay, Father's Day, you all know the drill. It's coming up Sunday, the 18th of June. Make Dad happy with a premium membership or concierge membership, and you get all the Team Normal stuff free. We'll send it to you right there. Dad will get a bevy of stuff for very reasonable price. Plus the books, Killing Legends, Killing Mob, together, 18 bucks. Two great books and Crazy Horse in the United States of Trump together, $18. And by the way, if you want to know what happened in D-Day in a micro way, Killing Patton is a book for you. Okay, we really go over that. Uh, so if you're really interested, and I hope you are, in D-Day, that is the book to get. Back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, so this is the same refrain. It's early June, but the summer is already flying by, and everybody is lamenting that, and particularly me. Now, here's how you slow it down. This has worked for me. So summer is a time when you should take some days for yourself, whether it's a vacation or just R&R at home or whatever. I get up early. I walk the terror dog, all right, which I have to do. But then it's quiet and calm. You know, maybe 7.30, 7. That's not early to a lot of people. but And, and you got a little bit more time to formulate the day. So you think about, what am I going to do that day? How am I going to maximize my time? And I always try to take a walk, either on the beach or in a forest or some nice place where I can be essentially alone. All right? And you don't have to do power walks or, or hikes up down mountains or anything like that. You can just sit... And, you know, if you can find a nice place and contemplate nature or I, always when I do that, good, positive things come into my mind, things that I can act on. But more importantly, it slows it down. No machines, by the way. On the walks and the hikes, no machines. Okay, you put them away, leave them in the car, put them in the house, whatever it may be. She's you. And, you know, the spouse or the kids, or you need to get away a little bit. But the most important thing you do every morning in the summer is just plan. What am I going to do? Don't, you don't have to be rigid. You can change. You can be nimble. But I like to work out in the pool, you know, so I get a little walk, and then I jump in the pool. I do my exercise in the pool and have some breakfast and take a nap because I'm exhausted from the pool and the walk, whatever it may be, Okay. But it slows the process down. And don't be upset if you don't have a lot to do on a weekend. Okay? Just, you know, watch a nice movie or something. Summer is all about bringing it down. Bringing the stress level down. 
weather's nicer, okay? Bring it down. Take it slower. And listen, I'm a type A. You know me. I'm always going this and that. But I have to force myself. And when I do, I'm much happier. And the final thing is try to get a good book. All right? We got four books that you can scarf up here for very little money. If you read all four, that'll take you into July. And they're fun to read. You learn a lot. Good books. It doesn't have to be mine. It can be anybody's. That's another very good thing. You sit outside, wherever you are, read the book. It's much better than the machine. All right, so that's the final thought. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. And we're on this Trump situation. We'll be back again tomorrow.